Good morning, everybody. Good to know. Shabbos Kaddish. We're talking about Memchas Kichazaros. Not from Zion. The Gemara. Not from Zion. But Rabbi is trying to rise back and forth. Whether we say the Svar of Hayal or not, then the Gemara at the bottom are down in case where a person can be Chirish. He can do the Yisra of Harisha plowing if you ever eight different Lavin. And then the Gemara on the base brought down that a person can be Mavashal Gedanash and be ever five Lavin. The Gemara is trying to figure out exactly which Lavin we are talking about. So that's going to be today. We're going to pick up with that discussion. The Gemara ended off. With uh, one of the Laban was the Isra of Muktzah. So the Gemara is going to ask, is the Isra of Muktzah related to Rice? So that's going to be the first discussion of today's Laban, trying to rise back and forth to that discussion. Then the Gemara is going to try to figure out what exactly they responded to each other, what Rabbi Shua and what's responded to each other. And then the Mishnah of the is going to discuss when you have women who are baking matzah, should you make it that they're always doing, they're always involved in the process of baking, so that you use no chashash of chametz, or do we say no, they could each do it at their own pace, there's no concern that's going to become chametz. That's going to be the discussion on this. So let's pick up. We are six lines up from the bottom. Not from Zion and Beis. The Gemara concluded. The Gemara did off. We had a bright which had a person who's who's mevashel gid on Yom Tov. He gets five lavin. So one of the Gemara, one of the suggestions that the Gemara gave was that the person used atzim muksa would have muksa, and that was an iser deraisa on Yom Tov. Asks the Gemara, is it true that muksa is deraisa? Says the Gemara, Amar Lei said back to Atu Damer. You're the one who said boy minayim of chizda. You asked of chizda. Amar Lei boy minayim of huna. Talking about the question was asked of huna. Havi said, was Allah if you bring a sap, you bring a sheep from outside, from a place where it is grazing, where there's no plan anytime soon to shecht it? What is Allah meaning? This said, this sheep is technically mukta, it's not something you plan on using on Yom and you shecht it for the time of Yom What's Allah? That Amr Allah, you said about this, you said, you brought this pasuk in Yechazkel, the pasuk in Yechazkel we're going to bring now is Memait excludes a few different items, you're not, a few different animals, you're not going to bring carbon. The pasuk says set. So the, that were my v'loy You're not to use a bachar for a carbon achas. The pasuk is achas v'loy meiser. You're not to use a carbon which is supposed to be meiser. You're not to use that for a carbon. Minat sign. The pasuk says minat sign. We dash v'loy min apalgus and not an animal, not a sheep which is over a year, but less than thirty months. Allah is under a year. It's considered a kevitz. And then once it's over a year and a month, then as a status of an isle. However, that middle stage when it's between twelve months and a year, I'm sorry, twelve months and thirty months, you're not to use that. For a carpet, minimum sign. The Pazik says minimum sign, which Rashi explains this is referring to. We're going to be talking about the Nisachim, that certain things you have to pour on this bath. So he dashed me, Maisha Shte Maisha Nishtari Bibart, that Dalach is, that let's say you have <coughs> you have Orla, which fell into this mixture of that you want to use for Nisachim. Dalach is, you have to have 200 more of the mixture in order for it to be bottled. Meaning we're, t- we're learning Allah of bottle here. Mikam Orla Shabbatel Messiah. From here we learn that Orla is bottled in 200, meaning that you're not allowed to use Orla as your carbon, so Dalach as the Nisachim. So the, so the Pazik is telling you that if, the, if you have 200 more of the liquid, then you're allowed to use it because then the earl is bottle bin what's side. Mimashki Yisrael, the Pasuk says, Mimashki Yisrael, we dash from the Yisrael, Dafka, something which is mutter for a Jew to eat, that's where you're allowed to bring back carbon. We can't have a Tavah, the Lachah is that you're not allowed to bring the Sachem from Tavah because since the Yisrael can't use it, so therefore it's also to use. It says, Yisrael, Yachah, Yavin, Muksa, and then you said, maybe you would have a Tavah to say it's also to use an animal which is Muksa. Amrit, you said, Ma Tavah, Muchad, She Isser, Gufay, Garmlai. Ma which is Muyuchat, that an Isser Gufoy caused it to be Aser, meaning the fact that you didn't take a Jumus of Aser, that's what makes it Aser. Af Kolshi Isser Gufoy Garmla, only something which the Guf itself is what causes the Isser. However, Yatsa Mukta, Isser Gufoy Garmla, excluding Mukta, which is not, there's nothing wrong with the body of the animal, there's nothing wrong with the actual animal, rather, it's just that it's Yamtiv, so therefore it's Isher Mukta. It's a separate Isser, and that's why it's Aser. Now, says Gavi Amr, Isser Mukta Deraisa, if you're going to tell me that really the Isser Mukta Deraisa, Mali Isser Gufoy, Mali Isser Deraisa, who cares what that Isser is? If it's an Isser Deraisa, so then it makes sense that. It'll be Usr as well. So therefore, it says the Gemara, you see clearly that you hold that the Yisr Mokta is only drabbanan. But oh, you know, you're the one who said Chilik Malachas is Shabbos. Any Chilik Malachas is Yom Tov. That Malachas is a person does the same Malacha on Shabbos. I'm sorry, he does different Malachas on Shabbos. The Malachas is Chayav Third Malachas. However, if he does different Malachas on Yom Tov, 
The halacha is if you do multiple halachas in one in one sitting, the halacha is you only chayiv one carbon or one malka. So ask the gemara, how can you tell me that you're chayiv because of mukta and also because of mivasho? But that would be two halachas on yamtik. You should only be chayiv one. So rather, says the gemara. Rather, take out the Yitzhar of Havara and put in the Yitzhar of Atiyashir. That you used Yashir wood, the wood which is which was a tree from Abay Dizar. And that's why, that's the makas you're getting. And the lives from this Pasuk, this is the Pasuk which says you're not allowed to use the Yashir tree. That's how you get makas. If you're telling me that we're talking about a person uses the Yashir tree, so you should get two makas because there's another lav that says you're not allowed to bring any Teva to your house. So rather, it says the Gemara, we take out the Yitzhar of Barah, put in the Yitzhar of Atzeh Hegish. The person used Hegish. The Yitzhar is from over here. They have to burn. They have to things. We're not allowed to do that to the items of Hashem. You're not allowed to do that to Hegish items. So that's what that's the Yitzhar they're referring to. So finally, we got the five Malkus that you're getting in this in this case. And we have no right whether you say Hail or not. Just what interesting are the Gemara brought down a Pasuk from Yechaz. The Gemara brought a bunch of drushes from that Pasuk. So the question always is that in general, we assume during term we do make a Baal You're not allowed to learn Hilchus Der from a Pasuk in Neviyah. However, the Maritzchias in his Ksavim and Perak Dal, Perak Hei, Perak Vav goes there at length to explain that there are quite a few exceptions to this Halacha. Meaning, if we find that we are learning out Halachas from Neviyah and they are Dinim Der we're going to have to say one of a few options. So the the simplest option over here is going to be like the Ramban says as well. In Shirashim, now whenever the Gemara quotes Exeris Akasov, which seemingly is a Dindaraisa from the Vim, what we assume is that really it's Allah Sinai, and the Gemara, the Rabbanan are just Asmachu Akra, just bringing a Asmachta from the Psukim. Says the Heliki Gemara Viter, Amar Rami Barchama Hodrev Chizarab Machlekes, there was a Rishua, says the Gemara, this Machlekes had between Chizar and Rab, whether we say this far or not, uh, this far of Hoyle or not, he wanted to suggest that that's where the Machlekes between Rabbi and Rishua, we had a Machlekes in our Mishnah between Rabbi and Rishua, whether a person who has challah, which is Tommy, what should he do? Should he take off the challah and then the problem is that he's not allowed to cook it on Yom because he's not allowed to eat that? Or should we say, no, wait till it becomes Chametz? We saw different options in the Mishnah. So says the Gemara, he wanted to suggest <coughs> that really the Machlekes between Rabbi and Rishua revolves around the, the issue of Hoyle or not. And Explains the Gemara. Rabbi Lezer Savarmin and Hayol. Rabbi Lezer holds that we apply the concept of Hayol, and therefore let's just take a look at Rashi. Rashi over here explains. Afagav this type for the Havish Achas man the even though eventually you're going to have to separate designate one one of the chalais for the mitzvah of chalav and imtzah shetarach but darvish and roil achila and it comes out that you bake something which you're not really allowed to eat on yamtiv afilach and rin hayol we apply the concept of hayol v'boy lemafish chadal lechalal that's what we call chadal lechalal because technically the <coughs> the person can really just take off a tiny bit from each roll so therefore you are allowed to cook every single roll and therefore you, you have as far to say that technically you could cook every single one because you could take off a, a tiny piece from each one so therefore you could you could cook every single one that's why we apply the concept of hayol. You're allowed to bake it regularly. Rabbi Shua says, "We're and Rabbi Shua says, "We don't apply the concept of hail, and therefore you're not allowed to bake them." And that's why he says that you just leave it around until it becomes chametz. And, and like the mission said, you're not mitzvah on that type of chametz. There's no issue of ba'ira ba'imatza on the chametz of challah. Says the Gemara. So that's the Gemara wants to suggest that the machlekes between Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Shua revolves around whether we apply the concept of hail or not. Says the Gemara. Amar papa papa responded no. But the ma'ad come like Amar Blazer Hasim says the no. You can't necessarily hinge the machlekes between Blazer and Rishon on the concept of hayol or not. Says the ma'ad come like Amar Blazer Hasim. Maybe Blazer only said this for over there. Darmin hayol. We apply the concept of hayol a little bit in the dekayel the tanura because when you actually place all of the chalice in the oven, 
or the action of the matzah in the oven. Each one, technically, you could use each one, the entire one. But over here, when you're baking on yomtiv, and you're not going to eat it, so it's only right for archa for guests. The day the chazi, it's not right for you at all. Maybe in this case, we wouldn't say the concept of hell. I mean, maybe Rabbi Lazar only said the concept of hell in our mission because over there, you technically could use each every single hell. However, over here, you can't use the the food that you're eating because you're not. It's too much for you, and only if guests come around. So therefore, maybe Rabbi Lazar would agree. You don't say the concept of hell. And I'm Rabbi Shishabrei. Maybe we should only say this far over there to learn. We don't apply the concept of hell. Because in the case of chal, there's for sure one chal that you can't eat. Sorry for yourself, sorry for guests. But over here where you're cooking, technically it is right for guests. Maybe we would say the concept of chal. So it says the Gemara, And so the Rabbanan told this far in front of Yirmiya and Rabbi Zerah. Rabbi Yirmiya was a Kabbalah to Machlikas and Rabbi Shua hinged on the Machlikas, whether it's a hell or not. Rabbi Zerah is not a Kabbalah. That's what Machlikas was based on. Amr Rabbi Yirmiya and Rabbi Zerah. So Rabbi Yirmiya asked Rabbi Zerah, Milsa, the Kashalon. This we had Shver. My plea sure we had this Shver. We didn't know what the Machlekesin was and Rishu was. We couldn't figure out for many years. You see that the Amorim were almost for many many years trying to figure out one simple Machlekesin over here. So says the Gemara. Rabbi Yirmiyah said we were specific about this for many years. And now we're hearing a very gishmak of shah from a great person. We're not going to accept this chat. Meaning, your Rabbi was asking Zayr, why are you not makabel at the machlekes between Rabbi and Rishu? It's based on the Svar of Amalei. So he said back to him, Hey, how can I accept that this is the machlekes? The sign of the Rabbi Yisrael Rishu. Rabbi Shua responded in Lidvarecha. According to your words, how are you Rabbi Shua responds to Rabbi If you're baking it on Yom Tov, you're going to be every day. That you're you're baking something on Yom Tov which you're not going to use. V'shatzik and Rabbi didn't respond. V'isa and if you're telling me that Rabbi Shua holds the concept of Hayal, time did you mishum Hayal? Why didn't Rabbi respond? Because I hold Hayal, so it's not concerned. If you're baking anything, Shleil Tzarek on Yom Tov. So Amar Lei, meaning so Rabbi Shua said because since I see that Rabbi Shua didn't respond with the Svar of Hayal, so I see Rabbi Shua doesn't hold the Svar of Hayal. Amar Lei, so he said back to him. Rabbi Yirmiya said back to Utameh. According to reason, Hadatan in the Brisa, so we learned in the Brisa. According to you, according to you, Rabbi Shua, you're leaving over the chametz. It's going to be an issue of Bayo Bayo Matzah. Veshasakle, and he didn't respond. You're telling me that he actually didn't respond to him. How come Hadle? Let's see him. He responded to him in the Mishnah. This none because the Mishnah responded. So says the Gemara. Just because he didn't respond to the Brisa doesn't mean he won't respond somewhere else. Like we see clearly that he responded to the Mishnah. There's no answer Bayo Bayo Matzah on the chametz of Chal. Maybe even though Rebbe Lezer didn't respond in the Brisa that he holds the concept of Hayal, maybe somewhere else he responded. So therefore, the fact that Rebbe didn't respond in a in a conversation that, that he and he didn't say the Svar of Hayal doesn't mean he actually didn't hold of it. It could be in a different conversation in a different Brisa. We would have that Rebbe would respond with the concept of Hayal. So therefore, it's not necessarily a raya from the fact that Rebbe didn't say it. He doesn't hold of this Svar. Says in Rabbi Tanya. What is the shear, the amount of matzah, the amount of dough that a person can bake? We don't have to be concerned that it's too much and it's going to become to chametz. Here he said that's three kav and four kav. So why do we, before we say two kav and three and three kav? Says more like It depends if it's better barley or worse barley. Chasich says lower quality, lower quality grain. So then it's a smaller shear. But mayasa when it's a large, when it's better quality, we don't have to be concerned. It's going to be a chametz so fast. Says the Gemara. <coughs> the Gemara makes a dig over here. Amar Papa Shmamina. From this we learn, which Rashi explains. This is again to the dinner of Mecca Chamemker. When you saw when you saw these types of things, 
green, that wheat, the lower grade wheat, is worse than lower grade barley. The difference between bad grain versus better grain is larger than the difference between bad barley and better barley. Why? Because in regards to the grain, it was two thirds, meaning the good grain was two, two kav and the bad grain was three kav. So you see this difference of a third. And Dilhasan tells us, because over there it's a third of a hacha river, and regards to the difference between barley, over there it was three kav, but barley was, bad barley was three kav, better barley was four kav, that's only a difference of a quarter. So you see that the difference between bad barley is smaller than the difference between bad wheat. Says the Hedgeg Moravaiter, Amarath, Kava, Melugno, Lepischa, the shear of how much chala, the shear of how much dough you're allowed to use in order to make matzah on Pesach. Without any concern to become chametz, is a shear of a lugna that is a shear which is in a certain place. That, the kav of this place that was a shear. The chal says the gemara. It's the same shear for the mitzvah of chal. In order, in order to be chayiv the mitzvah of chal, we make a bracha. It is a shear of the kav from the certain place. Asking where is that true? That's the shear. But tiny learned in a bright so chamesh esrayin kemach va'ayid chamesh esrayin kemach, which is five quarters of flour in a tiny bit. That is a, that's the shear of chal. So ask me how could you, how could we say before that's a shear of this kav from lugna? Here it says it's five quarters. Answer the gemara hachal gemara kav lugna nami. The kav in this place is the same shear as five as five quarters. So that taka is the shear for the chiv of chal. Says the Hilgik Marbaiter, Amar Beis of Hainashi Nidan. Our woman Nogumifa Kapisa Kapisa Lepischa. Our woman are nagged to to bake very small amounts when they bake the matzah because they're afraid it's going to become chametz. So they bake a kapisa, which actually explains is three lug small amount, so that doesn't become to chametz. Says Gemara Abaya, my daytach lechumra. What's the shot that they do is because they're they're doing a chumra because they're afraid that it's, if they bake more, it's going to come to chametz. Chumra does they kulu b'lemais. The chumra just coming to kulu because since they're baking such small amounts, they're not going to chayv in the midst of chala, and that's it. Either that's an ister, that's not the right thing to do. They come mafkale mechala. They're being mafka. They're not. Going to be chayv and chal anymore. So says the Gemara. That's a chumra. Even though they're trying to do something good, but it's coming out something which is negative because they're not going to be chayv in the midst of chal, which is a beautiful diak that the have over here. That you see that they're either it's an iser or it's definitely not the right thing to do. Def- a big discussion in the achronim exactly how to learn pshat in our Gemara, but it sounds like that there's an iser to bake chal specifically in a way they're going to be potter for the midst of chal. Definitely an interesting discussion when this comes up. Are you allowed to pot yourself for mitzvah? So this is one of the rayas. That they're trying to bring, but either way, asks the Gemara. But it's a chumrah which is also day cool because if they bake in small amounts, they're going to be part of the mitzvah of chala. I'm going to say, "Sebakim, they they do like Rebbe Yazer." They're signing on the Brisa. There is a way to mechayv and chala even if you don't bake them together. Rebbe Yazer and Rebbe says, "Haroi devenais l'sal salam tzarv lechala." You put them all in one basket, then I will chaz their chayv and chala. Even if you don't bake them together, they're chayv and chala. I'm a Rehuda, I'm a Shmuel, Rebbe Yazer, I'm a Rebbe Yazer. This is only if they have these breads which they baked in bubble that they touch each other. They're round, they touch each other at the edges. However, if they're long, thin, narrow bread which they don't touch each other, then they're not mid-start. So the law applies. Even if the bread doesn't touch each other, they're mid-start for the chil of chal. What is the law if you have a, board, a flat board and you put all the bread on top of the flat board and they're not touching each other? Is it mid-start for not? Because we need that they're all inside of the same kli and they're not inside. Of the same clique, because there's no border on the clique. I don't have a clique being it could take, or they just have to be in the same airspace of the clique, and here they are, they're on the same board. So it's going to take. There's definitely a gal, lachla maisa, when exactly the share chal is mitzvah. If you have, if you make two doughs separately, and then you don't mind if they get mixed together, or you bake them in the oven together, definitely a lachla maisa is in a gal when you're going to be chayiv chal or not. Says the Gemara. Tanya or Blazer, I mean, Salmon Sarf and Blazer says that if you put them in a basket, it's Mitzarif for them. Rabbi Shoah and Rabbi Shoah says Tanya and Mitzarif, and if you bake them all in the oven together, then it's Mitzarif. Rabbi Shoah and Rabbi Shoah says it's Kikar Shalvav and Rabbi Shoah added that they actually have to be touching each other in order for them to be Mitzarif. Says the Alchemist of Eiter, 
Rabbi Gamliel says, let's say you have a bunch of women baking together, the Gemara is going to discuss the process, how you should do that. Do we, is it okay for each woman to just do it at their own pace? And therefore, let's say all three women are starting to knead. So now they're going to have to wait to use the next tools. They're going to have to wait to start making the actual matzah. And then when it comes to using the oven, the two women are going to have to wait for the third woman to, to use the oven. So as says the Mishnah, the Gemara is going to discuss what you should do. Rabbi Gamliel says, there's no problem. Three women could start baking matzah at the same time. And even though they may have to wait to use the oven, because the oven could technically only fit the amount of matzah for one person, it's okay. There's no They each should be involved in baking the matzah all at the same time. They each should be doing a different process. One should be kneading, one should be rolling out and making the actual matzah, one should be putting it in the oven. Kiva says, that women are different, the wood is always different, the oven is different, meaning it all depends on the specific situation. This is the rule. That if you see that the dough starts to swell, it starts to rise, then you should dunk it in cold water, and that's going to stop the chimetz process. Says the Gemara is going to explain what according to the Chum, what do you do? So says the Gemara, let's say one woman is, let's say the woman finishes kneading, then he mekatefe, so then she moves on to the next process, she starts making the matzah, and her friend who was doing that process now goes back and she's, she does lash. Says the Gemara when she finishes doing this process, he aifa, then she goes to bake, and she switches, and now the other person does the middle process, and then the and the third person goes back to the, the person who was baking, now goes back and starts doing the lisha aifa. Now let's say the first person starts baking, then he, I'm sorry, when she finishes baking, he lasha, then she goes back to doing the first process, she does lasha, and then her friend switches, and she starts baking, and the third person goes to the middle process, and they keep on, they keep on doing this order, meaning the idea is, is that they all should be involved in a different process, there never should be a break in the matzah, somebody should always be involved in doing something with the dough. And says the Gemara, the Gemara has a qualifier, it's a very important statement the Gemara makes over here, that as long as there are people who are involved in the dough, it does not become chamat, which is very important because, like we spoke out, this share of 18 minutes, if you look at the Paiskim, the conclusion of the Paiskim is, based on this Gemara, that really only if you leave it alone does it become chametz in 18 minutes. However, if you're involved in the process like we are in our factories, then avada, it doesn't need 18 minutes. Or actually some place can say that you shouldn't do it in 18 minutes because so you have to be concerned that they won't bake it well. You should do it as long as, long as it takes, as long as you're doing it and you're always involved in the dough. There are shiurim in the place. The Ritzvah suggests that based on your shah, maybe after 17 minutes, if you, if you leave it, even if you're involved in the, in the dough, it would become chametz, but definitely more than 18 minutes as long as you're involved. Not a problem. I was done from so he asked Rabbi Kiva, teach us. The Mishnah spoke out this halacha. We're talking about Benashim's Rizais. We're talking about women who are quick or talking about not, women who are not necessarily quick. We're talking about dry wood or wet wood. Wood that would make it hotter or not as hot. A colder oven, a hotter oven. Just follow what the Chum said. You start to see it swell. Then you should dunk it in cold water. But you don't have to be concerned that it's going to become Chumetz. Otherwise, not a problem. The Rabbanon were talking about all different types of women. And just follow what the Rabbanon said as long as you don't see it swelling. Once you see it swelling, then make sure to stop the Chumetz process. Says the Mishnah Vaiter. Seer, you start, it says the mission, we had this Gemara before. Seer is the beginning stage where it starts to become chametz, and it's not like it's what the status is. So it says Gemara, Seer, you start, like potter. When it starts turning into chametz, you have to burn it. But if you eat it, you're potter, because this time old, this time old. That seer is not chametz at all. Midirais and just midirabon. Rabban says you have to burn it. Seeduk yisarf. However, it starts getting cracks in the matzah. Then you have to burn it. And if you eat it, you're chayiv karis. Again, he holds that that seeduk 
is chametz midirais ezus sir. What exactly is sir? Kind of when the dough starts having like the horns of a grasshopper, it starts developing these tiny little cracks, tiny little horns. Then that is a problem. That is only that's an issue on Siduk, however, if they start becoming cracks, and it's arvus duck and zebazad that you have these large cracks which interweave in it with each other as they touch each other. That is the cracks which are awesome. Divrei Yehuda, zebazad, divrei Yehuda. These are the words of Yehuda. Chamer the chamtei, zebazad, sai sir, sai siduk, ha'echel chayv kars. A person who eats his chayv kars, the cham hold that sir is chametz midiraisa. The ezu sir. What is the case of sir? Kol shachsiv upana when the face of the dough becomes pale, starts changing colors. Like a person who's here standing on edge, he starts turning pale. That is the shear of seer. Seer is the shear when the does are turning a paler color. Seeduk, what's the case of seeduk? When they are like horns like a grasshopper. What's the case of seer? Then, and if you eat side seer or side seeduk, they hold that both of them are chams. Asking our Vanantam, we learned in our Mishnah, seer, yisarif, ayachle, potter. I asked the Gemara, we learned in our Mishnah that seer, you have to burn if you eat it, you're potter. So, why did the Bryce say that if you eat it, you are chayiv, midarais, or you're chayiv, karis? It seems to contradict our Mishnah, that our Mishnah seems to say that if you hold that seer, then the halachas midarban, you have to burn if midarais, you are potter if you eat it. Says the Gemara, there's words in Huda, and says the Gemara, Let's stick in when the Bryce has said that if you eat it, you're chayiv. In both cases, that's going according to the opinion of Ramer. But in Echnami, according to the opinion of the Chacham, you're not going to be chayiv if you eat seer. Says in Gorama Rava, my time with Ramer, what's chat in Ramer that you're chayiv? In the Chacham, Sadiq, what's like, well, my legend, the Kamas, the Kamas, because Ramer holds that once you start developing these cracks on top, there's for sure deeper cracks on the bottom, and there's for sure a problem of Chamet. So that's why, even if it's just Karnachagab on top, even if it's just you have like the horns of the grass were on top, the assumption is that there are cracks below, below it. And that's why it's going to come to Chametz. Again, whether it's Machlekes Matthias or not, definitely something to think about. Are they disagreeing with Matthias? Are they disagreeing whether in some cases it does become Chametz, in some cases it doesn't, and we have to be concerned. Definitely an interesting discussion. So today the Gemara the Malaf was discussing whether the Yitzhar Muktam is the rice and the Rabbana. The Gemara concluded, is an Yitzhar Rabbana? And that's what the Gemara put in. We took out the Yitzhar of Havar on Yom Tov, and we put in the Yitzhar of burning with Hegdish. And then the Gemara on the bottom brought down the Shir of Chala. That you're allowed, that you, there's a chil of chalot, the more we're also how much dough you're allowed to bake, and it wouldn't be a problem of a chashash of chametz. Then the mission on the maze, <coughs> the mission on the maze brought down, machlaikis, whether you, you sh- when you have a bunch of people working together, do they all have to be doing different processes, or could they all bake the same matzah, and the, you don't have to be concerned about doing chametz? Then f- we saw the mission on the bottom brought down, machlaikis, what is the status of seer? Do we assume seer is chametz gomer and your chayav yid, or do we say no, it's only nisad rabbanan, but not nisad rabbanan, it's just one quick R that we shine and point out already over here, it's brought down in that nowadays that we have these large factories with many people working inside the factory, there is no concern that's going to become chametz, and we can work with as much dough as we want. That's why we don't have these small shiurim of matzah that we make. We make in mass productions as long as you have a lot of workers. The Rishon already tell us that it's not a problem. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful Shabbos.